This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest, biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Rejoice, Patriots Nation. Rejoice the frenzy in Foxborough and all throughout Patriots Nation is legitimate. Andy Hart here alongside your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens with the latest and greatest breaking Boston. And I'll tell you what broke Boston tonight. No, it wasn't just the fact that the Celtics actually came through on the road in a game that they didn't necessarily need to play, but they still got the 128 to 120 win. It's the fact that Bill Belichick traded back Almost ruined us, Andy, because he sent us into the quintessential Bill Belichick. Why are you doing that trade back frenzy? And in process was able to not only block the Jets from getting the player they most wanted in Broderick Jones, who went 14th overall to the Steelers. He got the player he wanted and all of us believed was a top 10 pick in cornerback Christian Gonzalez out of the University of Oregon. What a massive evening of W's. We're back, baby. We're back. It was a roller coaster, but I literally cannot remember a draft where the person almost everybody wanted at the position almost everybody wanted, thought was the biggest need, and you got that player. And, oh, by the way, along the way, you picked up a fourth-round pick in a trade down, added a little extra capital, which Bill gets off on. We may not get quite the same feelings from it, but what it, like – it's almost universal how good a pick this is. That scares me a little bit. I'm worried that we're all going to have egg on our face, including Bill. But I just look at the trickle-down effect at the cornerback position. You know, we've talked a lot about it on the Six Rings pod we do, that you didn't have enough corners. In a division where, in a conference where, you play so many good quarterbacks with so many good receivers, were you really going to lean on Jack Jones to be year two jump number one corner or Jonathan Jones to still compete out there? Everybody falls into place. Now Jack Jones, who had a nice rookie year, number two corner. Now Jonathan Jones, who you re-signed, back into the slot where he was a maven for most of his career. Then you have Jalen Mills, who's been your number one corner at times the last couple of years, bounces back to safety where Devin McCourty called it a career and 
you have Marcus Jones to maybe be opened up for more time in the offensive meeting room as a playmaker. For those of you that said, well, the Patriots haven't had that quick slot receiver, that option for Mac, they may have him. They may have him in a punt returner's uniform ready to do what he did last year once when he had that long screen for a touchdown. So everything falls into place for the Patriots on draft night, and that allows everything to fall in place in the defensive backfield on the field. We don't apologize for anything because we're Patriots fans, and we don't apologize for overreacting at first when Belichick and company traded back from 14 because we've been there before. We didn't like the trade back last year. They, they, I know they trade up as much as they trade back in the draft, but we were all afraid that he was going to miss out on uh, one of the players that we thought the team needed the most, or maybe that was even on their big board. In a year where many general managers, draft Knicks, pundits, etc., said that there were only maybe 15 players legitimately in the first round with first-round grades, but they got lucky once again. If Mac Jones is to be their franchise quarterback, they got lucky two years ago that he fell to them at 15 and other teams didn't jump on top of him. Last year, other people would have been glad to have had him. Now we'll see because Mac's got to prove it again. And the commanders could have easily taken Christian Gonzalez, and then we only would have been bemoaning missing out on Broderick Jones and Christian Gonzalez. But apparently the Patriots either risked it or had a good idea that they were enamored of Emmanuel Forbes, a guy that I thought that they actually had a second round, second round grade on, but they get their guy. It's nice to just actually see everyone. You're saying like, oh no, something must be wrong or broken because we're all happy about it. Everyone <laughs> likes the pick, but it's just nice to see everyone for the first time in months with all the arguing and they don't like Mac and what are they going to do about the offense? And they're going to somehow find a way to screw up the draft. Everyone is Patriots positive for the night. And I, there's maybe a little hyperbole with a Belichick's back to playing check is over chess, uh, chess over checkers. I got that. That's the third time I've gotten that I wrong know. tonight. See, it's been so long since he did it right that I can't even, I keep screwing it up, but it's nice to see everybody on the same page. And Andy looking ahead to day two, Patriots have 46th overall pick in the second round, 74th in the third. There's a lot of talent still on the board and they can address some major needs at tight end, receiver and offensive line and the interesting thing about this draft is well first of all you got what i think is the best corner in the draft what mm -hmm. i thought if you wanted him maybe he slipped to the eight range somewhere in there maybe trade up to get him you end up trading down you get him at 17 i think that's a home run but that cutoff you are talking about how many blue chippers are there how mm -hmm. many first round grades are there the beauty of that is there's a lot of good players that some people believe were borderline first-round picks, right? Didn't have a first-round grade, but could have gone late in the first round. A lot of those guys are still on the table. Tight ends, pass rushers. If you want to get a receiver, a guy like Downs, who uh -huh. might be sort of your poor man's Zay Flowers, next in line as a slot receiver, there really is a lot of offensive line. A lot of people want an offensive lineman. That next tier of offensive linemen, and you and I have talked about this a bit, that these, these super seniors, these 24, 25-year-old mature guys, well, those are good players that have played a lot of football, and there's a lot of those guys available, especially the offensive line, the pass rushers, different things like that. So, yeah, and, and you have all those picks. You now have 11 left, right? You, you added one. You started with 11, you added one, and you've made one, so you still have 11 picks left in this draft to address a myriad of needs and, you know, the, the lesser ones, the punter, the kicker. Like, you have the tool or or – or trade up. You have the assets if you want to trade yes, up. Yes, you do. And this is where this 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 transition from the new age draft of just round one, sleep on it, reset your board. Oh, who's available? What do you think? Make some calls, start to think about, would you move up? I don't know how you cannot be intrigued, excited, happy, and again, 
it's been a while since this unanimous feeling of, huh, we took a step forward today. Everybody was on the same page. And it's weird that we're saying it's been a while since you felt that, but it's been a while since you felt that. It's been a while since you felt that. And I love that feeling again. Now, mind you, we're coming off of a six-hour radio show tonight where we got people prepared for the draft. We overreacted to the Patriots trading back in the draft. We analyzed every pick. Andy drank 17 energy drinks because he was so fired up for tonight. Then, of course, we celebrated the Christian Gonzalez pick. And as he said, there's been universal acclaim for it. They still have 11 picks to go. They do have the ammunition to be able to trade up. Assets are plenty to be able to address a number of needs on both sides of the ball in the coming rounds of the draft. Overall feelings about the first round of the draft. Uh, C.J. Stroud was a little bit of a surprise at number two to the Texans. I thought the Texans absolutely knocked it out of the park tonight. So far to me, they're the overall winner, even though they gave up a lot to then move up from 12 to three. They give D'Amico Ryans now a new quarterback in C.J. Stroud, who is athletic AF, and then arguably the best defensive player or best pass rusher in Will Anderson, our old pals down at Foxborough, very deep south, if you will, had themselves a night tonight. And then on the other side, you got to end up feeling for some of the guys that slipped through the cracks of the first round, including Will Levis, who we spent way too much time debating ideas of whether the Patriots would trade up to two overall and draft a guy that didn't even go in the first round. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So we were wrong about having to trade up for Christian Gonzalez. Yes. Could we be wrong about having to trade up for... Will Levis, could you get him in the second round? Maybe you trade up in the second round or maybe you wait till 46. I don't know how far he falls. You and I have talked about Hendon Hooker. I don't hate the idea of drafting a quarterback even as high as the second round. Mac insurance, Mac competition, Mac whatever you want to call it. Would you do that? Would you take a quarterback as high as the second round, either Hendon Hooker or Will Levis? See, I like Hendon Hooker a lot, and I know he was in a gimmicky or simple offense okay. at Tennessee, but he was incredibly productive coming off the ACL injury. If you don't think that Mac Jones is still it, but you're working with him or Zappi or a combination they're in now because they're good enough, but you know you need more athletic prowess and more talent going forward, then you could maybe spend a pick on Hendon Hooker. You could, you could grab a receiver or a tackle. And then you trade up into the second round and get him as well. If that's what your priority is, there's a lot of talent. Like we said, a lot of talent available on day two. What is he my first target? No, he's not. I first of all, I think the eleven picks is just a lot, mm-hmm. too many. Maybe no. I would rather see quality. Rather Seven, than, we'll say whatever the number is, quality, not quantity. Give up to move. Yes, they yeah. need all those things, yeah, but. They do. I don't know that you need to draft all of them. You can get undrafted punters, undrafted kickers. It's worked out uh, for many a team in the National Football League. But I would like to see trades up. I would like to see and, – and I know that's cliche. Oh, you always want to trade up. Yeah, because I actually didn't even love the trade down. Even though you got uh-huh. Gonzalez, the 
the philosophy of it, putting it at risk? What if, so did you like Emmanuel Forbes just the same? If you were going to draft a corner, were you willing to take Forbes if the commanders had taken Gonzalez? Because I look at them very differently, very different kinds of players. Ooh, that's a fun sliding doors type of game to play. What would the Patriots have done if they did gamble and then Gonzalez goes at 16? Who knows? Would it have been a tight end? Would they have traded back again? All of those are in, we'll never really know. And nope. And that's fine. I don't need to know. It It worked out. You did it right. Sorry, Bill. I should not have doubted you. Bow down. Okay, great. Um, but God. You even apologized to Bill Belichick and Patriots Brass tonight on Twitter. That's how upside down. That's how right side back up we are now after the Gonzalez pick. Good job. Good job. Now, keep going because I still think you have needs to fill. As you said, wide receiver, tackle. Um, tight end. Tight end. Maybe a safety. Brian Branch is still on the board. An mm-hmm. interesting guy. Like, there's a lot of interesting names on the board, and I wonder if the momentum will continue. Because draft, draft night, draft weekend is not always a fun time to be a Patriots fan. You get annoyed. You get frustrated. You're upset. You're angry. Whatever. The commissioner will take draft picks from you that they have no <laughs> business taking because the league has trumped up and created a fake scandal, basically to pay back for the fact that they didn't punish you enough for a previous scandal. But I digress. Go on. There's a lot going on in that. There was a, there was a lot going on there. <laughs> um, so uh, there's a lot of options to trade up some names. I think there's still intrigue. Can, can the momentum continue? Can Bill Belichick Matt Grow on this side, continue to kind of agree or do things that make Fitzies of the world, the Foxborough faithfuls of the world happy, that would be even more strange. Like, okay, you nailed day one. Everybody's going to give you an A because you traded down. You got the best corner in draft, whatever you want to call it, filled your biggest need. Mm-hmm. Can you continue that momentum? And does it, it doesn't necessarily matter. We'll find out. You know, in the fall, two years from now, again, we could all have egg on our face. And Christian, maybe the the commanders are the team that they took the guy who's six pick sixes, I think, set or tied an NCAA record. Set. So, like, maybe they're right and the Patriots are wrong and the other teams that passed in Gonzalez that we were like, how is Gonzalez falling all the way to 17? Maybe they're right. Um, but I'm intrigued to see the um, reactionary momentum of what the Patriots do in the second round, the third round as you move forward. A couple names to put on your radar as you enjoy Bruins. Panthers game six tomorrow night. Hopefully they come out of the, on the same side of victory that the Celtics did once again tonight against the Hawks. Uh, some names to put on the radar. Wide receiver, get Jonathan Mingo out of Old Miss. You've got Marvin Mims, I believe, out of Mississippi State. Uh, may have been Oklahoma. Could have been, Mims, could have been Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Mims, Mingo, Oklahoma, I yep. think so. Mingo, Mims, Josh Downs out of North Carolina, Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman, both out of Tennessee. Michael Johnson perhaps could be a stretch, might be a fourth rounder out of Stanford as well. On offensive line, I believe it's Daywan Jones, the tackle for yep. Ohio State. He is a big boy. Matthew Bergeron out of Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Guys that, again, tackle were- out of, there's one out of Alabama too. Uh, Steen out of Alabama. Tyler Steen, that's right. These are guys that were, again, seen as not first-round grades, but Mm -hmm. potential first-round picks. So I think people know the names. They're intrigued by them. They've seen them in mock drafts. Um, Luke Musgrave, if you wanted a tight end with upside, Mm -hmm. who maybe could be your, like, Gasicki replacement a year from now if he lives up to the hype and gets on the field and makes, you know, makes some plays. And your Hunter Henry type would be a Michael Mayer, who's likely to go in the first couple of picks. Who knows? Maybe even Houston, who now owns pick 33, the second of the second round of course uh that the pick 33 would normally be the first of the second round but miami lost their first round pick because they had some inappropriate uh chats with a goat on a boat so they lost their first round pick maybe the patriots would be interested in in jumping up to get him as well then we'll get into day three rounds four through seven 
They might draft a punter. I still say they go after that Adam Corsak kid out of Rutgers. There's the kicker, Moody, out of Michigan, who's got a cannon for a leg. A lot of things will be added. And, of course, no team crushes the UDFA market, as we call it, undrafted free agents like the Patriots as well. Well, if you take 12 players, you're not going to have much of an UDFA roster. So that would be the one thing. You're drafting Mm -hmm. some of those guys because you have all these extra picks. Also, don't disregard trades that pick up picks in the future. Bill could sort of offload some of these and and move some assets so he has extra picks next year. But uh, this is about as fun a start to a draft weekend as we've had in a long time. This is a really good start. I know it's well after midnight. We're exhausted, but we can't help but have smiles on our faces a mile wide because the Patriots nailed their first round draft pick. They got someone who many have compared to with his demeanor, his athleticism, his his general stoic manner, if you will, a Stefan Gilmore type, which would be massive for the New England Patriots, who can go back to playing more man like Andy highlighted. John Jones returns to his house. Jack Jones now gets to be cornerback number two. All is right in the secondary. Hopefully by the time we speak to you guys next on the latest episode of Breaking Boston, Monday morning, all will have been right. The Patriots will crush the draft weekend the Bruins will finish off the Panthers and then the Celtics will uh, get back to basketball activities against the Sixers what a time to be alive and be a Boston sports fan thanks for tuning into the latest episode give us a follow tell us what you think of the show what you think of the Patriots draft what kind of grade you want to give them at Jumbo Heart at Fitzy GFY please rate review subscribe and share Breaking Boston where we give you every day everything you the Boston super fan needs to know to go about your sports fan life that's uh I'm Fitzy. That's hard. All right. It's late. Good night. Go Boston.